Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do hope and pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today, I want to talk about our faith being bigger than our fear. And I am coming out of the book of Mark chapter 10, and um, starting at verse 46, right? So it's when Jesus is healing the blind man, Bartimaeus, right? And it's funny because I can see this in a, uh, a moment in our lives today because I am seeing here that, you know, of course, they're, they're in the town of Jericho. Uh, I can see Jericho being a very small town in comparison to others. So, um, and maybe they're not too religious, but they're trying to get into that, um, into the belief system and Jesus is there. So they want to put on their, their, their best, uh, church, uh, suits and, and dresses, and they want to just show up for Jesus, right? But you've got this man, this blind man in the back, right? Uh, and his name is Bart, uh, Bartimaeus and you've got him back there and he's blind and he's been blind for years and he sits and he's always asking people for money and he hears that Jesus, right? He hears that Jesus is 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 in in the town, right? And he's like thinking to himself, what should I do, right? I want to be healed and I've heard so many things about this man and that he is he's a healer and he is uh going to do um that he works miracles, right? And so um I can I can see this, right? I can see this in myself because you know, sometimes I have disqualified myself, right? I've said, "Oh, well, you know, all those people in front of me, they don't have they they they've never been addicts and they've never been in prison and they've never, you know, experienced abuse, you know, they're better than I am, right? They're so much better than me." And, you know, and, and Jesus has probably just passed me by because I've done too many things that are wrong in my life, right? But here I see Bartimaeus and I can so see a lot of us that have been through so many things in our lives, right? And maybe we're not necessarily blind in our vision, in our actual vision, but maybe we're blind in our belief system for ourselves. Maybe we're blind because of our limiting beliefs or our self-doubt, Right. Maybe we're blind because we don't know the word well enough to know that, you know, even though all that we've been through, God is still in the midst, right? He's still in our lives and that our pain, the very pain that we went through in our lives is the very thing that leads us to the purpose that God has for us, right? So I see here that, and this is the funny part, right? So it just says that, that you know, Jesus had came to the town of Jericho. And the, there was a blind man named Barnabas. He was sitting by the road. This man was always begging for money, right? You know, me in, in being on drugs or in prison, right? You know, I, I got freedom, but I was begging for more freedom, right? I was begging for me not to be labeled by society for where I had been, Right? And so he says, the blind man heard that, G, that, that Jesus from Nazareth was walking by. The blind man shouted, Jesus, son of David, please help me. 
How many of us have been crying out, right? We've cried out because we want God to change our lives, right? We need a miracle. We've, we've been in our addiction. We've been homeless. We've been in prison. We've been in abuse. We've been in all of these different areas, right, in our lives. And we've, we've probably done, felt like we've done more bad than we have good, but yet we still want to come, we want to come to Jesus, right? We want that miracle in our lives. We want to be able to be whole and we want to feel, um, you know, we want to feel like God is in the midst of our lives, right? We, we feel like we've got something deep down on the inside of us that needs to come out. We've got a vision, right? And, and we are just asking God, God, please help me. Please help me. But in the next verse, it's verse 48. It says, many people criticized the blind man and they told him not to speak. How many times have people told you to be quiet, right? Because, oh, you're you're a convicted felon or, oh, you're an addict or you're a victim of abuse, right? You are not good enough. You, um, you're not qualified enough, right? You've done too many things bad in your life. God is not going to move in your life for you. You can call out and you can as many times as you want to, but you know what? You're a lost cause. But what I want to see, want you to see here is that it says, In the second part of verse 48, it says, but the blind man shouted more and more. Son of David, please help me. We've got these people around us that don't want to see us do anything other than sit on the curb and beg, right? They don't want us to fulfill the vision that God has for our lives. They don't want us to push through the pain and use that for the very purpose that God has placed upon our lives, right? Because if if we did that, they would be wrong, right? If we came out of the pain, if we had that miraculous healing, if we stayed sober, if we stayed out of prison, all of these things, they would be wrong. So just as the blind man, they tell us to be quiet, right? They try to, they try to run in front of us so that, so that we can't fulfill, right? They, they always want to stay one step ahead of us because they feel like they're better than us. And they always want us to stay in the back. They want us to stay in the back of the room because if we stay in the back of the room, that means we're going to be quiet and nobody's going to see us, right? And maybe even Jesus won't see us. But just as Bartimaeus continued to yell out because he believed that Jesus could heal him, he believed in the miracle work that Jesus did, right? That he had faith. To continue to yell out, to continue to speak upon the things that he believed in, right? And it says that Jesus stopped and said, tell the man to come here. Here's the funny part. It says, so they called the blind man. Remember, these are the same people that are telling him to be quiet, 
right? Don't yell out. You're a blind man. You've done too many things wrong. You've been in prison. You've been an addict. You've been, uh, you've experienced trauma, right? You didn't finish high school. You never even went to college. How do you think you're going to have a business, right? You're not qualified. But Jesus stopped and said, tell the man to come here. So they called the blind man and they said, be happy, stand up because Jesus is calling you. It's funny how that works, right? Because we've been sitting in the back of the room, right? We've been sitting in prison or maybe a halfway house or, or maybe we've been homeless or um, maybe we were poor our whole lives, right? But we call out to Jesus. And then Jesus says, tell him to come here. Tell her to come here. Tell him to come here. And at that moment, it's the very people that have been quieting you the entire time say, come on, be happy. Jesus is calling you. It's funny how that happens. It's funny how that happens. And so the blind man stood up quickly. He left his coat there and he went to Jesus. And Jesus asked the man, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man answered, teacher, I want to see again. I want you to know that you have to choose your faith and your belief over your fear. And I can tell you that I am just as guilty as anybody else because I allow my fear to overpower my faith in a lot of situations. I've allowed people to hold me at the back of the room for so long because I didn't believe in myself enough to shout, Jesus, please help me. Until I got into a situation that I didn't have a choice but to cry out and ask for a miracle. But I allowed those people, just as Bartimaeus right? They were all in front of him. He's sitting, he's sitting in the back row. He's in the nosebleed section, right? And he's crying out as loud as he could because he knew that Jesus could heal him. He knew that Jesus was a miracle working man. And so he continued to yell louder and louder. His faith grew bigger and bigger because he knew that he that Jesus was in the midst, right? He knew that this was his opportunity to, to be able to get in front of Jesus to be healed. And what I'm saying to you today is this. No matter who is standing in front of you, No matter who has told you a hundred times, you're not qualified, you can't do it, you are this or you are that, or you'll never make it in life. Let your faith be bigger than your fear. 
Because those very people that are telling you to be quiet, those very people that are telling you that you are disqualified, are the very people that are going to be picking you up and taking you to the place that God has called you to go. They're going to be the very people that are telling you to be happy. Stand up because Jesus is calling you. It's going to be those very people that have talked about you, that have doubted you, that have told you that you were not good enough, that you were unworthy, that that the labels are too great for you to pursue the purpose that God has placed upon your life. But what I am telling you today is this. Let your faith be bigger than your fear. Know that the very pain or the blindness or the addiction or the trauma or whatever it is that you have been going through for so many years, your pain is your purpose. So it's time to stop being ashamed, right? It's, it's time to stop being ashamed of your past. It's time to stop feeling guilty because of the things that you've done in the past. Because it's those very things that you have gone through. God says they're not in vain. The, the trauma, the pain, the addiction, the labels, you know, all of that stuff, that's not in vain. It's that very pain if you accept it and you embrace it fully is the very purpose that he has placed upon your life to fulfill the vision that you have. So today I have called this faith, let your faith be bigger than your fear. But not just the fear of, of taking a risk or, or, or going to the next step or starting the business or anything like that. But it's, it's simply to stop allowing those people that are telling you you can't do it or you won't do it or your life will never change or that you'll never make more money or that you'll never start the business. You keep calling out to Jesus. You keep shouting louder because the louder you shout the quieter that their voices are going to get. Because when Jesus says, okay, here's the vision, right? You're doing exactly what I want you to do. You're serving the people that I've sent you to serve. You were sent, you're speaking the messenger. You have started the business, right? That I have asked you to start um, for your life. Because when he says, come here. And you begin to walk truly in a hundred percent in that vision. You're going to see that those very people that are knocking you down and doubting you right now are going to be the very ones that are saying, get up and be happy because Jesus is calling you. So I want you to know today to stop allowing the naysayers. Stop allowing those people that have doubted you for years and years and years. Stop allowing them people to speak negative into your life because God has given you a grand vision. 
He has qualified you for the purpose that he has placed you here for. Your pain that you went through and your trauma that you went through and your addiction and your prison and all of those things, the bondage, everything that you've been through is the very purpose that God has placed you here for. But we have to know that even though we may be sitting in the back of the room, we've got to yell the loudest. We've got to allow our voices to be heard because we've already been qualified. We've already been qualified. I've said it before and I'll say it again. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And you have been called. So I encourage you today to stop allowing your fear to be bigger than your faith. And yell louder than anybody in the room. Because the miracle is there. The miracle is already working. God is already in the midst. He's saying right now, come here. And what can I do for you? So I just want to encourage you today to allow your faith to be bigger than any voice that you hear other than God's. I don't care who's talking about you. I don't care who is doubting you. You let that faith, like Barnabas had, let that faith be bigger than anything else. And even though people are trying to quiet you, you, you yell louder. Because your purpose is greater than anybody's doubt. So I thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I do hope that you have an absolutely amazing day and we will see you again very soon. Bye-bye.